Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It's 1.35 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer with you on Oilers Now. Royal Pizza, Pizza, Pasta, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years. Royal Pizza offers curbside pickup and takeout options for a menu and a list of their 13 Edmonton and area locations. Go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. Stop for recommendation, Royal Pizza, Mediterranean chicken. We go to Montreal, Quebec, where we are joined by Edmonton sporting icon George Laroque, now a Montreal-based media icon. George, how you doing? Very good, Bob. How you doing, Ben? Good. You know who's had a good off season so far? Um, Mark Mark Bergevin. Oh, uh, you think so? Oh man, take a look at what he's done, George. Uh, we just had Brian Burke on the show. He thinks Montreal is going to make the most noise tomorrow, possibly Taylor Hall. Um, not you know, Burke. He just thinks that Montreal's. You look at what they get, Jake Allen. So now they they got a great one-two punch for a year in goal between Carey Price and Jake Allen. They get Edmondson on defense to round out their top four. They get Jeff Petrie signed to an extension. So now they got Weber, Petrie, Sherratt, and now Edmondson in their top four. So they don't have to push any of their younger defensemen into accelerated roles. And then they trade Max Domi, who wasn't happy in Montreal, and get back a guy, Josh Anderson, that had 27 goals two years ago and could fight. George, how, how's that a bad offseason for Montreal? They made some noise okay. there. Don't you agree? Well, okay, for the goalie, you're right. For the defenseman, you're right. They don't have to touch that. Josh Anderson, uh, everybody hopes that he'll be able to be back playing to the level that he's used to because he's a good power forward that could be very physical. And But the thing is, the way I see it is, Domi that is done, the amount of points that you're going to get from Josh Anderson, those are the same points that uh, you, you were getting from Domi. So you replace the points of Domi with Anderson. But now they still need uh, a plan A. So that's why if they get Taylor all, because they, there's big rumors that you might be signing Montreal, then Montreal is going to be a very dangerous team because now you have a good one-two punch if Taylor all is there. But Josh Anderson replaces Domi. And, and he brings grit. But Domi was bringing grit, too. Domi was in a fit because he's a center. And in Montreal, there's no space for him. But Domi is a really good player, too. So if you look at that, yeah, Josh Anderson is good. But to say that it's a home run, uh, we, we don't know yet. We hope that he's going to be good. But Domi was very good, too, for Montreal until last year. They decided to put him back in the wing and then put him center. And center was in the fourth line, so it didn't work out. So that's why Montreal is not done. So they're still trying to get this top forward 
that could be making a difference when they, the Canadians are playing a close game, when they need a goal in the power play. That's why they need a guy like Taylor Hall. All right, so let's, let's just say they don't get Hall because Hall's going to have lots of options. Would they be in on a guy like Mike Hoffman or Jenny Dadanoff? I think so. I think that means they need somebody for the power play. So they might be in on both guys. But to me, those guys are not the solution. Again, they're, again to me, I consider them plan B. Because a plan A for me would be somebody like, uh, you, know, you know, like Patrick Lane, Patrick Lane, somebody like Brock Besser, somebody like Taylor Hall. Montreal needs someone like that. You put with Suzuki and Josh Anderson, and you have a true first one line. And the second line with, with you know, uh, Gallagher, Tatar, and Dano, you got a luxury second line. So that's why, that's, what they, that's why they need a top guy that started the fire first line that they haven't had for the longest time. You know what I mean? Yeah, they could be in a pretty good spot there. I know you're keeping your eye on the Edmonton Oilers as well. The Oilers don't have a lot of cap space. Um, do you think they need to prioritize goaltending? Well, yeah, the Oilers do, and I'm so happy they didn't take Matt Murray. You remember we were talking about it? It was yes. some of the rumors that Matt Murray might go there, and to me it wasn't the solution. I don't understand Ottawa, why they did that, because they did such a good job with the, the prospect that they have, and then the Ottawa does that. You go get Matt Murray, that he's done. So hopefully Edmonton does a really good, smart move with the goalie. Well, uh, the thing, uh, just a sec here now, George. You, you say they're done. Matt Murray's done. He's only like 26 or 27 years old. He's one, two. I know you didn't like what you saw out of him in the playoff against, uh, or in the qualifier against Montreal, but can a player not bounce back, George? Well, the last couple of years, he's never been the same. He's not the same goalie anymore, and that's why they let him. Why do you think they let him go? You know, like, it's not just in the playoff. In, if you look at his numbers, sub 900 with the Pittsburgh strength win and percentage, uh, save percentage, this is not normal. So that's why when I look at that, you know, I, I see a guy that, you know, that did this time. He won the cup, yeah, with Pittsburgh, but, you know, it, you can't look at the past all the time. You know, you want to get somebody for what? For what he's done in the past or what he's going to do present? Because that's what teams do now. They pay guys for what they've done in the past but not what they're going to do in the future for you. The others, they need to get somebody not that has won cups in the back. They need to get a goalie that's going to help them win cups now. And I think that Matt Murray, uh, the way that he is now, is confident in the way that he is in net. He's not going to bounce back with Ottawa. I don't think it's a good choice that they've done. And actually, if I would have been Ottawa, in the fifth choice, I would have took Askarov. You know, because they have so many prospects, you would have been set in net for the longest time because Askarov's the next carry price. You know, that's what they, that's what I thought they were going to do. Not go take Matt Murray because for the future, you have to look. When you look at their team, you could say that they have the best prospect for the future. But, you know, as for the others, I hope also that they're not going to go with Nonsbist or somebody like uh, Crawford, guys like that, end of the career that are done. You know, it would be awesome if they get somebody like Corpy Salo because Columbus might be trading him, somebody young that is good that could take a lot of games. Because if you always get a good goalie, it's going to make a huge lot of difference on the performance of the team. Well, I don't know how Edmonton gets Corpusalo. I mean, a $2.8 million cap hit for a goaltender that was as good as he was during the course of the playoffs. He had like a 940 save percentage. He gave Columbus a puncher's chance. I mean, Freddie Anderson wasn't bad for Toronto, just Columbus got a couple more stops. But they got two goaltenders there that could start for teams, right? Uh, between Merzlichkins and Corpusalo. And 
And by the way, Columbus is a team that could be in on Tanner Hall as well. They cleared the cap space today with Alex uh, Wenberg. Uh, George, just back to Ottawa, and you're right. They have a ton of prospects. I mean, Stutzla is going to be on their team this year. Uh, they've got Brady Kachuk, who's the tougher of the two Kachuks. Brady Kachuk's got a chance. He's got a higher ceiling, in my opinion, than, than Matthew Kachuk. And for our listeners maybe that are Flames fans, Matthew Kachuk is a hell of a player. But Brady yeah, Kachuk, he actually, he's got a higher ceiling than him. He's bigger and he's tougher. Uh, but speaking of toughness, because we don't think – it looks like there's a little bit of beefing up. Kyle Dubas in Toronto said Toronto's looking to add a little bit more muscle. Uh, Ottawa went out and got Josh Brown, George. Josh Brown and Curtis McDermott, 26 and under, are the two toughest players in the NHL. And I'm told Ottawa is maybe looking for a tough winger as well. So maybe you do need a little – you need some guys to run shotgun for all those young kids there. What do you think? No, but you do – look at what Tampa Bay did. Tampa Bay won the cup without Tankos. What did they do? They had Maroon. They had Coleman. They had Barkley Goudreau. And why? Because they had enough skills. They needed guys like, you know, you, you know, like Edmonton has it with Cassian, but and then they have it with Dalman Del, Nurse. You got guys like that. It makes a difference. You got to mix up skills with guys that could rough it up and still play. It's so important. And look at Vegas. Vegas is the best example of that. They have tons of skills, but just with Reeves, Reeves keeps everyone honest with, with the, every player in Vegas. It makes a whole difference. So even though there's no fighting anymore, intimidation is still there, the physical aspect is still there, but I think the others, they, they're set with that because Donald Nurse could mix it up with anyone, and, and so was Cassian, which you know how he, like, like how he could back that up and, and do the job. So that's why if I look at that in the side of the others, they don't have to, to have more grit to it. They need to have to add wings. On, you know, to, to complete Connor and, uh, and Dry Saddle. And I hope Pooley RV will be part of the answer and not the enigma again, because I know they signed him back. So hopefully he got it and he can crack a place in the top two and he does a good job. But only time will tell. George, total wild card. I, I didn't think of this until you mentioned Maroon, Pat Maroon. You know, he, in Tampa Bay. I don't know if he, you know, like he had 27 goals with McDavid three years ago. Obviously, the, the foot speed. Edmonton already has James Neal as an older veteran guy. But if, if Maroon would come in for eight or 900K on a one-year deal, if you're the Oilers, would you consider doing that? Uh, no, no, because the Oilers, because the, what, what Maroons bring, the Oilers, they have it already. With Cassian and Dalton Nurse, you have the guy that brings that present, physical presence like this, you have it. Maroon is like, he did a good job in Tampa, but Tampa had so much uh, skills and speed that, you know, it was okay that Maroon wasn't there. And even though he's not the fastest because quick speed is not his strength, it was okay. It didn't matter. But for the others right now, um, you know, they need to really focus on finding, like, players, like right-wingers to play in the top two lines. Because that's where they got killed. Because the town of was very, very disappointing. I thought with his speed that it was going to complete McDavid uh, like beautifully, and it was going to be he was going to be a force. You know, if you look at a guy Detroit when he played with no one, if he had no 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 arms with him, no no, no nobody to play with, and you go to Emerson, the top two best player in the NHL, and you play the way that he's done, to me it was a disappointment. So you got to surround those guys with good players because if you do so, you imagine how much better they would be, how much of a difference this would make. So that's why I hope that they'll be able to uh, 
to hunt some guys that will be, be making huge difference. Um, George, uh, you mentioned just just circling back to Maroon. I don't know if you know the story, but Edmonton was in St. Louis a couple years ago, and Patrick Maroon had invited Connor McDavid and Zach Cassian over for dinner. And then the next night, the Oilers were down 5 nothing, and Cassian started a fight with Maroon, and they had a fight. Did you ever go out for dinner the night before a game with a guy from another team and then fight him the next day? Peter Worrell in Colorado. Peter Worrell? I was, yeah, actually, it's funny because I was at a restaurant in Colorado because I was friends with him. And when I was eating at the restaurant, Mac T and uh, Kevin Lowe, uh, I, I think they walked in and they saw. So I was eating there, and it was pretty ironic. They just waved and stuff. And in the game... Uh, I don't know. I don't remember what happened, but I actually fought Peter Worrell that game because of something happened. So clearly it showed that uh, we were friends, but we had a job to do and uh, something happened. I had no choice. So we went at it. And uh, after that, we shook hands and everything was fine. Do you, do you sit there and look at each other in the, in the penalty box and just kind of start laughing a bit? Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, we, we did. And that's why, you know, with Brass, because... You know, the, 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 the rivalry with Brash was so big that even though, you know, he was black and I knew him, I kind of knew him, we weren't really friends because yep. it would it would have been too weird. You know, I, I had to mix it up with him so many times because, you know, in Vancouver, you know, we, we play them all the time that, you know, it was, it, it'd be impossible to be friends with a guy that I, that I was supposed to hate, you know, the, guy, the way that he was, right? So, but, but with... With Worrell, it, it was completely different. We knew each other from the Quebec League, and, and we supported each other. So, you know, it, 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 when you did the job that I did, you know, it is weird. I will say that to mix it up with something that you're friends with, it's weird, and it makes it harder to do the job when you have to do so. George, did anybody sit there and square up with you and say, all right, George, come beat me up now? Like, did anybody make oh, you laugh many like guys. Andrew Peters said that to me every time we fought. Um, Andrew Andrew Peters said that to you every time. Yeah, Andrew, Andrew Peters said that to me. Riley, uh, not Riley Colte. Um, what's his name in Philadelphia? Um, Brad. Uh, you played in, Yeah, Brad. He said that to me. Um, Brad May said that to me. Uh, a couple of guys said that to me before we actually fought. Um, and and obviously, I don't think that they, it's not the result they wanted. But if you say something like that to someone, you kind of have a bit of pity for him, so you kind of let up on him. You know, you don't want to go too hard because the guy he's much telling you that he has no chance right so no it did happen many times and i would laugh because that's why sometimes i would laugh because it made me laugh that they, that they would say that that they pretty much lost but they had no choice but brad brad may actually was the funniest we're standing up in a playoff in montreal he was playing with i think he was with colorado we're facing up in a playoff and it's like George, my, my, my coach is criticizing me because I don't fight enough. So I have no, I, I said, I can't believe it, but we're going to have to go. Uh, so I know you're going to beat me up, but is it okay? And I was like, I was laughing. It was so funny. So we did, had it. And, uh, did, yeah. did, did, didn't the first time you, one of the first, didn't you fight? Who beat up Francois Boyon? And it was, and then you, and you had to get yeah. him after that, right? Yeah, that's another time. That was another time. And I had no choice. I was like, I said, Brad, what are you doing? I was like, what the face of I said, you know, if you fought Bouillon, I'm going to have to go with you. What were you thinking? And it's like, I have no idea, George. I don't know what I was thinking. He said, it's Bouillon's fault. It's him that came up to me. <laughs> and I said, don't go. If I'm on the team and I play on my team and ask you to go, you don't go with him. You don't go because you know we're going to have to go. It's like, George, I'm sorry. <laughs> that's, <laughs> so that's I have all. no choice. 
That's funny stuff. George, we love having you on. Have a great day. Enjoy free agency next couple days, all right? Yes, thanks, bro. All right, thanks a lot. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. That's George LaRock, Edmonton's sporting icon. We'll take a quick timeout. It's 150 in Edmonton, and you're listening to Oilers Now. Hi, this is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. It is 151 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, this text comes in. Ray Emery versus Andrew Peters, still one of my favorite fights of all time. Emery was tough. Uh, yes, God rest his soul. Ray Emery, he could chuck him. I, I remember Ottawa having the brawl. Uh, was it with, yeah, with Buffalo, with, uh, with Andrew Peters? And I said to uh, Mike Comrie, I mean, your goalie's fighting their tough guy. And, and Mike said, Bob. Ray Emery was the toughest guy on our team. He was fine, so that always kind of makes me chuckle. Uh, there has been a trade in the NHL. There we go. Back of the 630 Chad Studios to tell us about it is Brendan Escott. Cool. And just as you throw it all dumped, uh, there there we go on the Twitter feed. Okay, so Marcus Nudevara is heading from Columbus to Florida. One for one for Cliff Poo. Okay, so this is a straight salary dump on the part of the Columbus Blue Jackets, who earlier today already bought out Alex Winberg. So now they get rid of Nudavara, who was like a two point. Wow, he's already is he already off? How fast are the guys on uh, cap friendly? They've already got Nudavara off on their. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to have to go to Florida. I thought he was 2.75 million. Uh, the bottom line here is Wenberg has been bought out. Now Nudavara is off the books. Um, and the Columbus Blue Jackets now have about $9 million. Uh, and, and in reality, they have a little bit more because Brandon Dubinsky's career is over. And he's, he's on LTIR for the entire year. And he's a $5.85 million cap hit. Uh, Columbus is up to something. Now, here's the deal. I could see Columbus, theoretically, if they can't get Hall there, I could see Columbus trying to get Nylander, giving Toronto the opportunity to get Hall. Or Columbus taking somebody else's $6 million player in range. They wanted to add more skill to their team. You know, they they play a hard, firm, competitive style, total buy-in. The Blue Jackets are really deep in goal as well. They got uh, Merzlichkins two years at four million, Corpusalo two years at two point eight on extensions. Um, they got at least three more goaltenders coming, uh, including uh, Mattis uh, Kivelinks, uh, who is out of Latvia, restricted free agent, and then they got a Russian coming and another Finn coming. Like they got a lot of guys that they really like in goal. They're, to me, I'd be watching Columbus here over the next 24 hours. They are up to something. Over the next 24 hours, we're going to be back tomorrow at noon. Uh, guests on tomorrow's show will include, we've loaded up here for you, 
Elliot Freeman from NHL Hockey and Rogers for the River Cree Resort Casino. Brian Lawton is working the NHL Network show. He was on it all day yesterday. Uh, he's going to squeeze in some time for us. Uh, based in New York, obviously, he's got all those lead contacts. Um, we're going to have Jack Michaels do the show tomorrow. Uh, Speck is going to do a hit on tomorrow's show. Mark Spector for the f- horses and horse racing Alberta, and also John Shannon. So uh, we'll load up for free agency day, and we'll see how long it goes. Starts at 10 a.m. Going to be really intrigued. The orders, we know they're in on. The orders aren't in on one goaltender. They're in on two goaltenders. They're on a goaltender for the NHL team. Uh, we may also uh, bring in Al May for a hit as well tomorrow, uh, out of uh, out of Washington, just as an FYI. Um, so we we could be up to six guests during tomorrow's show for two hours. Uh, the Oilers aren't just going to sign an NHL goaltender here over the next few days. They're going to sign a veteran AHL goalie. Let's uh, a number three organizational netminder keep that in common. Might end up signing another forward, possibly a right shot for the farm team. I know they've already added Adam Cracknell, so keep that in common. Uh, Lots going on. We're going to have it. Reed's going to have more tonight on Inside Sports. Brendan Escott, what do you got? He is going to have uh, Univer- University of Wisconsin uh, head coach and former NHL player uh, Tony Granato. PA Raiders defenseman and Montreal Canadiens first-rounder Caden Gooley and Edmonton Curler in third for Team Brad Jacobs, Mark Kennedy. Okay, Phil, Texas show on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Bob, George LaRocque is a great interview. He doesn't spew the usual crap and has good insights. Well, there's certainly he's certainly unfiltered. There's no question about that. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.